Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this month's Patreon preview. If you are curious about Patreon and want to hear what is available if you sign up, then please stick around for this episode. I mention Patreon on every episode. So at the beginning of each month, I am going to give you a little preview of what is available on patreon.com forward slash real life ghost stories. You can sign up to Patreon for either $2 or $5 a month to get all of the main and mini episodes of Real Life Ghost Stories completely ad-free. There are also extra film reviews, giveaways, bonus Q&As and much, much more. Remember, Patreon is entirely flexible and you can delete your pledge instantly at any time. For $2 a month, you get access to over 50 episodes of bonus content. And for $5 a month, you get access to over 200 extra episodes. Every Monday on the $5 tier, I release an episode of Tiny Tales. Sometimes it's a collection of spooky stories. Sometimes it is a special guest episode where a knowledgeable person comes on and tells their own paranormal tales. For today's preview, you'll be hearing a snippet of one of those Tiny Tales episodes. You can sign up to Patreon now at patreon.com forward slash real life ghost stories. Should we get into the stories? We can do, but... um... There is something I've been saving up. <gasps> yes, you texted me about this. This was well, a couple of months ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was quite a while ago. Now, um, people who've heard me on the podcast before will know that... Uh, listen to me, I actually sound like a real podcaster for a change. But people will know that I'm broadly sceptical about yes. the paranormal. My personal dial of scepticism has moved a little more towards the believing oh. region of it since uh, I had an experience... I, I dare I say another experience in my favourite pub. Because this isn't the first time something has no. happened to you in this no. pub, is it? So years ago, I, I wrote to, to you and Dan, and you wrote you read out my story about the glass yes. sliding off the shelf from the Black Horse. So it's the same pub. Now that pub, um, I did my Torrington Tales one last year. It's since reopened, glad to say, which is wonderful. Love a pub, love the energy of a pub, um, and it's it's busy again. But on a quieter time, I've um, I've made friends with the landlord, which is always a good idea when you great got idea pub. And uh, we were having, we were his guests of a, of a lock-in one evening. And I was sat in the corner of the pub. And the pub was quiet. It was shut. It was just us there as the, per, the personal guest of the landlord. Sat right in the corner. Uh, my friend to the left of me. I had the landlord to the right of me. And uh, the landlord's partner was sat opposite us. And the way that the pub is laid out, and I know this is how all of these ghost stories uh, start. Someone describes a building to you. I'm going to do the same thing. But it used to be two buildings with a little street going through the middle. Since been turned into one. But the little snug off to the side has got its own door with a glass window in it. That glass window is at roughly chest height for an average sized person. I'm sat in the corner. It is dark, but still lit in the main bar. And I've got a direct line of sight to that door, which is shut. The window's in that door. There's no light on opposite that. And I'm just vaguely looking in that direction. And I see a person in the reflection of that window, walk past. Shut up, Tim. So I wasn't talking at the time, but I've got this moment of pause, which my mate picked up on. 
and I distinctly saw a person in that reflection walk past. They weren't fuzzy. They weren't see-through. They weren't indistinct, but they were grey. <gasps> the the grey doesn't do it justice. They were colourless, is the way I describe it. And it was so strange. Because you think how long it takes someone walking at a normal pace to pass a little window in a door. It's a second, if yeah. that. But they were absolutely there. And um, my friend uh, had picked up that I was a little bit out of sorts. And he said, you're right. I said, yeah, did did I just see a reflection of someone walk past that window? And the landlord hit me really quite hard on the leg, pointed at his partner and just went, ah, I told you. I saw that a month ago, exactly where you're sat now. And he looked at me and said, they were walking into the pub from outside, weren't they? I went, yes. <laughs> and it was a woman, wasn't it? I said, I think so. Uh, all I could see, though, was like from just above their elbow and their shoulder and the bottom of their neck. Couldn't see the head because the head was out Obviously, of shot. Of the, yeah, it's got to be chest yeah. tight, yeah. Uh, and the, he said, oh, did you see the shadow walking up there as well? I said, I didn't see a shadow, mate. I mean, it was probably a bit dark, but I didn't see any shadow. And he says, said, no, it, the, the building is so active at the moment. He said, it's been close to three years. It's been reopened for about six, seven months now. He said, the building's waking up. You know, we've heard footsteps above our heads when we're just working in the restaurant section, which they're redecorating at the moment. And he'll assume that it's his partner walking upstairs and then realise that she sat in the corner. And they're not at all frightened of it. They said that there's just so much stuff going on. They had an electrician came in who said that he kept on getting a shadow appearing over his shoulder and he would look and it would not disappear, but it would just sort of wander off. Um, he just said there's an awful lot of stuff going on. But it was, uh, it was a genuinely odd thing and me being me i was then trying to move my head around and trying to work out a way that it could have been someone yeah like a reflection of something normal yeah human alive it it was none of that and i should point out as well uh i wasn't drunk i had a couple of ciders even if it's a local cider and you need to know what you're doing with that stuff yes you do um but afterwards my mate with me uh he just said that's really shaking off isn't it i said i'm not shaken up i just can't quite believe it and he's he's a bit more of a believer on the quiet and I just went, yeah. He said, I saw something in the mirror. <gasps> Stop. I said, why didn't you mention that earlier? And um, he just said, well, you know, didn't want to. I said, you tease. Anyway, we left it there. So that was my little experience that I've been keeping from you. Isn't that such a terrifying sentence? The building is waking up. Mm-hmm. That's like it's going to wake up and fucking devour you in your sleep. But he's put a glass on the shelf, which the, the one that had previously flown off. Nothing's touched it. Well, give it time. Yep. Maybe it's working towards it. When they're comfortable, they'll get there again. I actually can't remember where we left off. That was the moment that Nick turned up, wasn't it? Yeah. Just as I was concluding my ghost story. Yeah. God damn it, Nick. Ruining the flow. You liked that though, didn't you? I did. I liked that a lot. I was was expecting something physical again, Mm. as in a glass, footsteps, something that you can kind of go, oh, it's spooky, but there probably is a rational explanation. Mm -hmm. But seeing a grey woman... Mm. When I go down, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to go to that pub. Oh, I'm going to sit you exactly where I and was. And do a and recording if, in the pub. Uh, so I'll have a chat with Simon and say, do you mind just locking up? Yeah. We got some work to do. That's it. Baby, think, baby, baby. <laughs> who are going to call? Well, the black horse, apparently. Yeah, well, two, two gobshites who d- will do nothing and just watch and then panic when something does happen. You are going to need to come down and visit, though. Because, yes. Because um, you, you need to see my signif- significant other as well, don't you? Because I have a lady oh, in my life these days. you have a lady in your life these days. We're, we're on a break at the minute. We've agreed that, you know, Need we can space. see other people. I can see other cats, that sort of yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, I've got a cat. And she, 
I, I feel unfair saying this, but I do know, objectively speaking, she is the most beautiful cat in the world. Oh, no, she she really is. It's quite ridiculous, isn't it? She really is a little beauty. A bit like Bims, she's a rescue. Yeah. She's effectively broken in little, many, little many traumatized ways. traumatised bean. Yeah, but she's she's found her safe place now. Oh, bless her. and she is beautiful. I'll have to put up a picture. Yeah, we'll put up a picture. Her, yeah, in the episode notes, because she is beautiful. What we can do is we can scroll through the, say, 400 that I've sent you since yes. I, I got her, and we'll just choose the best. I mean, they will all be the best because they're all of her. She's the best girl. Yeah, she is the best girl. She's gorgeous. I want to give a little shout out to Lily. And I know there's a lot of cat people who listen to this. So I think that's relevant content. That's what people Um, sign up for. So somebody has been asking about cats. Well, lots of people ask about cats in my life. And I'm just going to tell you this, right? Mm. The other night, Nick went to bed and I was downstairs playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. Naturally. Yeah. And I could hear all this that's a big spider and I was like why is Nick scrabbling around upstairs what is he doing he doesn't have little claws <laughs> he doesn't have little feet he's got big man's feet why is he why is he scrabbling and I didn't really take any notice so I went upstairs to my dressing room right to get ready for bed walked in the door and there's a little black mass ping-ponging all over the room mm-hmm. and I was like what the fuck thought it was a rat thought it was a mouse no it was a little kitten yeah of course it was beautiful little black kitten who is a regular at my doorstep, but is a little bit skittish. And he had gone up onto the wall, climbed up onto the roof, climbed in the window of my dressing room, which is obviously upstairs, and was just ambling around in my dressing room. Nearly gave me a heart attack, but I also was secretly very pleased. And I feel like cat law is, mm. I now own that cat. Yes, I think so. Yeah. That's... Or, or that cat now owns you. Yes, that's, yeah, sorry, my wording was mm. a bit backwards there. My cat law is a bit rusty. But yes, I believe that that little black kitten now owns me. I don't think there's anyone in the world would argue with that. No, and I'm okay with it. I very much understand that I am the tenant of my cat, Lily. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I pay the rent that allows her to live in luxury on my sofa. Yeah. And make my life difficult in various ways. But, but that's what they do. That's what they do. That's that is for. just what they do. Yeah. So your stories this week. I do have stories for you. That's probably our longest ever introduction, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, people. <laughs> Should we get into it? With a big pause as well for Nick coming in. Sorry. So I, I've taken a, a bit of a risk this time, and it's going to be something that's completely unlike anything I've ever done with you. With the best one in the world, I was hoping to do the, the next instalment of my Dartmoor travels. Okay. Um, but I wasn't able to do my Dartmoor travels last year because I just got sick for two weeks, and then it was rubbish weather, so I wasn't able to. It has been useless weather all summer here in England, so I've not been able to get out on the moors because it would have been dangerous. Um, and then after my back injury, that rolled out this week as well. Good news is that's why I'm here in Canterbury, though, because I'm not up on Dartmoor. So I couldn't do my Dartmoor stories. So instead, I've done something entirely different, and we're going to get into it now. I'm nervous. And as far as I can remember, this is a topic that you are really, really enthusiastic about and you really like doing. Shall we begin? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 